1: Hello and welcome to the podcast. We're live at the Sanctuary Oasis Conference 2022 in Las Vegas. We have Massimo Guiari, who's currently the CEO of the Azimut Group and responsible for the development and distribution of business globally. Azimut is a leading Italian independent asset manager. The group specializes in wealth management and offers financial advisory services for investors primarily through its advisory networks.
0: Welcome, Massimo. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Can you talk about your group and provide an overview of the firm, please? Yeah. Azamut has been formed 30 years ago, right? And due to um, the idea of our chairman founder, that he believed on financial advisor, but on the independent financial advisor, in a way that we do believe that to be really independent, you have to be independent by ownership, in a way, not be part of a big conglomerate of banks, because basically the most important thing is clients first. Second is the employee. Once you follow up that, that the employee are in a good environment, there's a good culture, and the clients look after, profit and revenue will follow through.
1: Azumut has expanded significantly in the United States over the past few years. Can you tell us why and what are the opportunities you see in
0: the U.S. market? Yeah. um, First of all, we are any European, continental European firm. Uh, And since the beginning, the 1990s, uh, till 2010, we mostly were European. What we realized after the Lehman crisis, there was the Euro crisis. Is Italy part of the Euro? What's happened to the Euro? And we realized that to give the best solution advice to our clients, we need to expand outside Europe. Uh, Especially if we focus on the emerging market first because we focus where the new wealth will be generated and created and where we can give more upside to our clients. This is why we first, let's call it five, six years, we develop mostly, as I say, in the emerging market like China, Singapore, Middle East, uh, Turkey, Brazil, Mexico. And um, and that is where because we focus more on what are the next and future economies. Now, of course, United States is the biggest market in the world. And once we realized that interest rate was negative or zero for many countries, especially in Europe, we've been for negative interest rate for ten years. Huh? We couldn't provide any more service to our clients to give a decent return. What we did have to do is focus on in the private market, real, you know, real estate, infrastructure, private equity, private credit, any of them. And for us, the only real market with big debt was United States. This is why the first acquisition that we did, a partnership, uh, we created a, a company in New, in New York called Adsworth Alternative Capital Management, where we took stake, minority stake in Alternative Asset Manager to be able to provide to our clients around the world with almost zero interest rate, even in the United States. Uh, to provide alternative asset class. Um, we did a six deals, but uh, where, wherever we grow usually, especially as well in the United States, what we try to do is combine the distribution with the manufacturing the asset management. Now, in the United States, we started with this staking of GB, or private markets, and after we want to have our own distribution network and our own network of independent financial advisors. Uh, During the COVID, um, we did a lot of scouting. I think it was a good opportunity and we find sanctuary. Sanctuary needed capital to grow. We liked the the platform and the backing of independent financial advisor. And we saw the interest of sanctuary to grow in the alternative space. And that's what we find for us, it was the great chemistry between our ideal, that is the private market, alternative market, with the independent distribution. To combine them. And that's where we try to align both interests of independent financial planning and private markets where we can give the best return for our clients.
1: As of now, you are present in both the alternative space as well as ma- wealth management. Can you talk a little bit more about the investments you have done to date?
0: Yeah. Uh, as I say, you during the alternative, I alternative capital management out in New York. We did um, six partnership, basically minority stake, in one uh, uh, two private credits. One's called uh, Kennedy Lewis. The other one is was Path Life. We did um, uh, private equity. There was high post with the Bezos family office, and um, we did um, an asset back lending. Another one we did uh, it was in real estate, and. Um, The last one that was more a startup is a venture capital. What we try to do is basically have a broader uh, opportunity for our clients uh, to invest. Now, as I say, United States is the biggest debt market, the biggest uh, know-how, the way we can find it, and the biggest talent pool. And what we saw is that the same issue that Europe faces for the last 10 years where we were facing the same things in uh, United States, where basically were low interest rate, where the usual model of the 60-40, the usual like public market, that is a fixed income with uh, equity, didn't work very well, and we believe that down the road we will face this democratization of the private market, means individual affluent people, not only institution and endowment, but individual will be able to access the private markets. And I think we have the right approach. And with Sanctuary, we find the right chemistry to basically try to develop this democratization of the private markets. So specifically
1: on Sanctuary, can you comment on your transaction? And what do you think of the investment right now?
0: Well, um, first of all, we we find it in um, Sanctuary a similar attitude that we find 30 years ago in Azimut. Um First is this uh, entrepreneurship and this willing to take a chance and to don't have any legacy behind it as a big corporation. Um, and we believe that is the right time now with this baby boomer, b- baby boomer moving into and transfer this big wealth into the next generation. But as well, is a different approach. United States has always been investing in the United States. But down the road, when usually you have um, the U.S. dollar, maybe weakness, having exposure to different markets is always helpful. This is why, for us, it was a good first um, investment into United States um, RIA, let's call it a a you know, registered investment advisor, where we can start to have our new exposure. Because we believe Europe is slowing down or is not growing anymore. The few places where we are growing is definitely the United States at the merchant market. The merchant market is maybe an investment for the next 20 years, but the United States is still the biggest pool of assets and market. This is why with Sanctuary we believe we will be one of the leading independent financial planning companies in the United States.
1: What's your view of the financial advisory market in the U.S., and why do you think it provides a really great growth opportunity?
0: Well, first of all, I like the fact that the people that we're backing, especially on Sanctuary we're backing, are people that want to be independent and serve the client first. They are moving out from a big corporation, big warehouse, into becoming their own entrepreneur and own owner of Decimi. That is the first step that we find everywhere around the world when you find this kind of candidate. You find the right attitude to serve best the client. The thing is what I believe is that in the United States, we will have more and more financial advisor focusing, yes, on the investment, but try to have a more um, broader scope of their advising that is not only focused on the investment, but we focus more on... Um, Taxing, on uh, accounting, on mortgages, insurance, all comprehensive services. I believe that we see in other parts of the world already these phenomena happening. And I think in the United States, at the moment, people, I'm not saying they are lazy, but because there's so much fat on the investments, they're only focused on that part. But down the road, to maintain and retain the clients, they need to be innovative, they need to use technology, and they need to use different tools to approach and retain clients, especially the new generation. The new new app, new technology, um, crypto, whatever call it, whatever new technology will be, is um, at the end. We still believe this is a people business. It's still, you know, our relationship, and I think this is, will be the most important thing forever. It's not going to change, but technology will help the advisor to do better and quicker the job. But I think the advisor moved out from a warehouse to be just, a, let's call a salesperson, to be more an advisor today. But in the future has to be more, have a more an holistic approach, more comprehensive approach, and not only serving financial advice, but more, more products, more uh, services, more solutions
1: lastly can you give us some examples of what you've done and built around the world and some experiences you can walk us through that have been a success story
0: well first in italy how we did it you know it's been very successful what we did is we founded you know independent financial advisor and we were uh, owned by a bank we become our, our own kind of structure of breakaway and after to be able to fund our management buyout with their private equity after we decide to do an IPO. I think the IPO basically being an independent company is the end of the game in a way because this is the only way to be really independent and, and there has been successful in Italy. But another case for example in Australia we did the had that, we started six years ago similar process is a little bit different because there is more like a superannuation is like the 401k means the retirement plan and there is more um, comprehensive This is why what I say to you is like what I think United States will happen in Australia, a financial advisor, the dozen, you know, the financial, the investment part is only maybe ten percent, but most is like the accounting, you know, the tax filing, then um, trust account, basically set up a, tr- a family trust, set up like um, insurance for the family, for F and basically this comprehensive uh, approach, and holistic approach to the financial advisory, will give first more relationship and more lead to the clients, and this is why what I say I saw it there. But the good thing is, I'm seeing the first seating in other countries, like in China or in Turkey. I think there is going to be maybe the next, in the next 20 years, will be the next bet for we are, you know, We are already there. We start to wait for the waves to come. But I think now we're going to focus on the United States because it's the biggest pool. But I'm pretty sure maybe in 15 years' time, if we're going to be around, I will tell you about maybe China, the financial, independent financial planning you know, in China, how successful it will be.
1: Massimo, your perspective and in, in your, this interview has been fantastic. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. To learn more about Assegment Group, please visit assegment-group.com. Please follow us for timely updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everybody at Advisorpedia, our producer Julia Smolin and the Power Your Advice podcast team, this is Doug Heiken.